Oh, hello there and welcome and good afternoon. Welcome to Talking Trade. I've got a very special show for you, Zane. Joined by a family, but we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, we're talking about working with families today. And I, just, I wonder if any of you watching work with families at all, or you're working with your brother or you're working with your dad. That seems to be a lot of the things that people do in the trades. So just let us know if you work with families and if you like working with families or you absolutely hate working with families. Um, sometimes I say it's like working with children and never, never ever do it. But um, just let us know if you are. And if you do put a comment in, by the way, you do have a chance of winning an exciting um unhoodied uh on the tools top so if you'd like to just win one of these they're quite nice got like a little fleece lining inside which is nice so um if you want one of them all you gotta do is comment you don't gotta comment anything in particular and we pull a winner um at random at the end um, but before that before i introduce my guests my very special guests have a quick look at this video you uh probably seen this lady before here we go It's 8.15 and we are just at the sand pit picking up some sand today. Let's sand about. I'm trying to work, got all the tools out of this food. This is literally how my dad keeps my tools. So I'm now gonna load out some bricks. Laying a wall through here today, so I'm just starting off by cleaning up the area, getting any old cement off so we can lay nice and flat on the uh, concrete at the bottom. My dad is just setting uh, me up a profile because he is the master at setting up. I mean, this is a makeshift profile, but it works. Exactly, it's got a straight edge. So if you are working with your family, do you get on together like that? Because uh, these guys get on very well. So um, I'd like you to welcome my guests, the Rattle Kings. Thank you, everybody. Hold the applause. Yeah. I expected it to be like applause, but it's only us. So, so, so it won't be. Now, um, the Rattle Kings aren't a band, which you look like a sort of a Westlife trio in a minute. You're going to stand up and sing Flying Fat Wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tell us, what, what's the Rattle King's name? What, where, where does that come from? I'll let Louis explain this one because it was actually his idea. Well, uh, basically, when we, was, we used to be four of us right together, obviously, so we just, just rattled them down. We used to get in, get in, rattle them down, and just do what we do. Rattle them down, rattle the bricks down. Rattle the bricks down, yeah. Oh, rattle okay. down. We used to lay a lot of bricks in the day, so we are Rattle King's fitted well. Okay, so we've, we've got Jody. Yeah, uh, we've got Darcy, which you may have seen before on our channel, and and, and it's Ollie and, and your brothers and sister. This is Louis. Ollie's the old man. Ollie's the old man. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> he's at home watching. He's got his feet up because he's had an operation on his hands. <laughs> he's, he's had some new hands because his um, ones are worn out. Been on the bricks. But but your your brothers and, and sister, and you work with your dad. Is there anyone else in the family involved in the business at all? We used to have. Uh, we've got a younger brother called Davey. He comes in every now and then, like now, like now, because Rick's, you know, not with us so much. So we have little Davey in with us, and he pull, we pull him along. You know, he he does all the hard work. We do all the thinking, and yeah. I don't think Davey really does. He doesn't really do that much, but I can't you can't let call it hard work. No, well. <laughs> Yeah, but he comes. Him and Jody mess around most of the time. He, right. he comes in and makes the teas, doesn't he? We do do a lot of graft. Oh, you got the young guns, don't you? Who's the main tea maker? Davy. Yeah. <laughs> you get Davy on the brew. So <laughs> are you? Are you all the same? All brickies, all the same trade, or do you have different trades? Well, we do a bit of everything, really. Uh, Lou does a bit of carpentry. We do uh, plasterboarding. Uh, well, 
<laughs> bricklayer, obviously, and our younger brother does uh, landscaping. Okay. Dave, but he just comes with us, just a bit of extra cash. Okay. Yeah. And what about you, Josh? You, you, because we know you as a bricklayer. Is, is that what you're doing now? Are you still working with the? Yeah. Family? So I actually left working with my dad about six months ago, and I work for another company now uh, called Lay Brickwork, and um, that's basically just my dad's best friend. So he kind of saw me and poached me. Tried to poach you too, didn't you, Jodie? But Jodie wouldn't go. I didn't leave dad. <laughs> so yeah, I now work with Phil, but these two still work with my dad. So yeah. And Louis, are you, are you bricklayer as well? You just, yeah, I'm the I'm the best bricklayer on the team, obviously. Only now <laughs> since I left. <laughs> yeah, but me and me and dad are pulling it along, but he's not on the mixer where it belongs <laughs> so how did your dad take it when you how did you resign from your position with the company so phil literally wanted to have me just for a couple of days he had some footings to do so he just said can i just borrow darcy for a couple of days um and then <laughs> chasing the peas. when where's good <laughs> and uh yeah basically i just ended up um flitting between phil and my dad for a little while and then I ended up just doing loads more bricklaying with Phil. And I felt like I was going to learn a lot more there because, like Jodie said, we were just doing so much random stuff like mm. patios and plasterboarding, set of texting, like footings. And I was just like, I really, because I was just learning, I really just wanted to just focus on bricklaying. So that's all I do with Phil is just bricklaying all the time. Okay. So so you've now left the family, but it sounds bad, doesn't it, when you say it like that? But you're, you're doing other things now. Oh, I, I still live with them. And, you know, we all still do everything together. Mm. So we're not like, I li- to be honest, are. they literally, I leave before them in the morning. I leave the house at like 7, 7.30. They're not even out of bed yet by the time <laughs> I leave. And when I get home, they're home before me. Yeah, you never like Should have stayed working with your dad. I know, literally. <laughs> Never like work because it's always there when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you all live together. Yeah. And, and I know you're not there now, but you all work together. So you are with each other always. So now some people might find that quite stressful. I know, like I know, husbands and wives work together, or even with their children, they find it quite stressful. Being, what is it like to live together and work together as a family? That's great fun, really. We never get tired of each other. We're always just constantly bantering each other, having a good laugh. It just never gets old. <laughs> we have been like, we've all been really close our whole life because we've got three, mm. other, three other siblings as well, um, all from the same parents, So, and we all still live together. So it is just like an absolute madhouse. But we've always got along. I think um, I think Rick finds it a bit stressful sometimes. I mean, if we, uh, we get on site with four of us. I mean, sometimes there was all of us there because Dave would come in as well. We'd, he'd have to, you know, he'd, he would have to try and knuckle us down a bit. But There'd be like... Five of us, you know, he'd Dad have to find work for five around. of us. And then Dad would just get, like, so stressed out. You could see the veins start, like, twitching <laughs> in his neck. As soon as you sit down for food, you get in the car. He had a cup of tea and biscuits, and that's it. He's out straight away. Yeah, Literally about five minutes. He doesn't want to stop, does he? No, he's straight on it. So so what's, what's the best things about working together as a family? Well, well, we all just get along really well. And we all just, we all, we're all on the same wavelength. And we do get a lot of work done when we all focus. Yeah, when that's when we do focus anyway. Yeah. And we all get each other out of bed in the morning because we just literally walk down the well, hallway. You don't anymore. You're out bang the door for the right. Bang. I know. I have to bang him up to go to work with my dad. Dad's like, dad comes downstairs and is like, go wake Jodie up. So I have to bang on Jodie's door in the morning and wake him up. And then dad like bangs on Louis's door and wakes him up. And it's just Jesus Christ. Everyone in the whole house wakes up then because everyone's just started banging bang. on all the doors trying bang. to wake everyone up. What, what, what do you reckon, Louis? What's the best thing about working with your family? Um, I think the motivation side of it, because I think, uh, you know, if, if Jodie's there, then, then I'm there. You know, it's it's like, because well, we don't, don't do so much now, but before lockdown, we were working 
and and part in lockdown we were working a lot of saturdays like saturday we were working six days a week seven days a week all the time yeah. and i'd never do that if it weren't for them you know these guys pulling me along so i like to say i wouldn't even go to work with if it weren't for my old man i just i just someday i can't be especially this time of year you're just like yeah cold it's raining it's like no, it's horrible, can't dark, it? you're, you're earning too much money that's the problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's lovely to see a family getting on so well these days you see a lot of families that don't get on so well but you work together as well it's brilliant so but what's the what's the worst things about working together as a family there must be some negatives to it i think probably the worst thing would just be I don't know. It's really hard because we honestly do get along like so well. Like we never had any problems with each other. It was always just because dad was running the show. He would just, he would just get stressed out. And when he gets stressed out, like the whole, it has an effect on the whole team because of all the family. We don't want to see him stressing, you know, like, so we really like emphasize to him because he's also our dad as well as our boss. And, you know, sometimes that's hard for him to try and like push us to do stuff because he's also our dad. Um, but then again, in the same way, he can talk to you like a boss wouldn't and just be like, just get on with it. I know, I know the worst thing. What? The worst thing for me is my tools. Yeah. Uh, I'll literally buy a bag full of tools and within a week, Rick would have broke half of them and probably would have lost them. And yeah. Just... Who's, who's Rick? Rick is our dad. And this is Puddy. Louis calls Oh, so you've all got names. Whatever names. <laughs> we, got, we call Puddy Puddy because he used to have a serious bowl cut and we yeah. used to say his, his hair was cut with a pudding basin. Uh, so Puddy's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it's food. Everyone eating food all the puddy, time. Puddy, so you're Puddy. Puddy basin, yeah. Uh, okay. Typical. <laughs> what, 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 what's the worst for you for working with your family? Food. Definitely food. I always eat food. Really? He always brings all the sweets in because he literally doesn't have anything. He doesn't eat anything healthy. He eats pot noodles every day. So literally to work, he'd bring like three packs of biscuits, a pot noodle and a bag of squishums. It's protein. It's protein. So, so, so when you get up in the morning, you haven't got like six lunch boxes all laid up? And Never. We, go, we just go to the nearest garage or shop and we just top yeah, up on sweets. They must love your family, the local garage. You must you know, spend a fortune in there. <laughs> yeah, pretty does. So we just eat all his biscuits. Yeah, Jody buys it. We just eat it. Always. So, so, so your dad's always been a bricklayer, is that right? It's from sort of sixteen. He, he, um, he worked at a chicken factory, I believe, and then he went. He started labouring at twenty-three, and uh, so he'd been in the trade about thirty odd years. Okay. So been, yeah, he he laboured for about three or four years for free bricklayers, and then moved on to Brickland. He was um, working with Phil. They they studied together went back when the, the, my boss I work for oh, now. I see. They went to college together. They're best friends. My dad was best man at his wedding as well. Okay. So they, they worked together for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they don't work together now because my dad is just so yeah. messy. Like, yeah. everything's just a mess. I think you could see by that video the state of the back of his boot of the car. Like, you had to literally... I think that's standard for all of us, yeah. unless you're a heating engineer. They're a bit funny about that. it was such a mess. So, and I could not handle it anymore. Like, he got mad at me one day because I pulled the extension lead out of the back of the car and I ripped the whole plug socket off so we can work that day because we didn't have an extension lead. But it was only because the van was a mess. And cut for the lead of the car. I <laughs> <laughs> Darcy sticks down, cut straight through the lead. The first time I've ever used a cutter, ever, in my really life. I was cut. like, yeah, I can do it. I'll go over there, use the cutter. And um, I cut, I literally cut the block and I put the cutter down 
but it was a cord, it was a cord car, and uh, the the car just tipped up and just went straight through the lead. And Louis watched me do the whole thing, and he was watching from over the side and just shaking his head. And I was like, "That always finished the old man off like this." And then what we did <laughs> instead of telling Dad about it, we just covered it up, took the car home. Davy like messed around with the cutter, put yeah. a really short lead on it. Like this short. <laughs> and Dad just couldn't figure out. He was like, "I swear this lead used to be longer. Like it never this? used to be so short." But he, he, he didn't tell you off. He was just laughing about no, that. No. Right. We did tell him eventually that we had cut, that I had cut through the cutter lead, and um, yeah, ruined the cutter. I thought of a new one, but that had happened yet. No. <laughs> now I know your story's different. Darcy, because we've spoken before about it. But, but to the lads, see you first, Jenny. So your, your dad's a bricklayer. Is that why you became a bricklayer? Was there an, I, an, another reason? I, I think it is because he, he was in the trade. I think that was just easiest for me. I, I, I just... You, did go to, you went to college, <laughs> me, didn't you? I, I did do the college, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> was there something just, else you wanted to do? Or did you, it was it, always you were going to go and do that? That was I, I was always up for it. I was always got hands-on, really. Like I was... I was, <laughs> I was, I was never the best at maths and that sort of stuff. I just thought I'd, I'd be hands on, and I, 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 I was doing college three days a week, and then I doing college three days a week, and then I was doing two days with the old man, and I thought I'd just go full time with the old man, okay. start earning some more money to pay rent. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that just started getting bigger and bigger. I started working six days a week, and uh, yeah, I went from there. Okay, now, now, you're, elbow in. now you're on one twenty a week, aren't you? I wish. <laughs> what, about, what about what about you, Louis? Was it were you always going to go into the trade, or was there something else you wanted to do? Um, yeah, well, I started off. <laughs> I started off with um, carpentry. Like I said, I'd done the I'd done the two years in college and done two years in school and like college college release and all that sort of stuff. So I'd done a lot of it. But then as soon as I come out of college, I couldn't get into carpentry that well. So. Um, yeah, I just went Brickland, and it turns out I was uh, the best at Brickland there ever was. So okay. uh, just just all fell in place, really. <laughs> Carpentry was out the window. <laughs> so, but 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 your your story's different, Darcy, isn't it? Tell us what how you got into it. So I went um, well. I, I did media in college, like TV and broadcasting, and I never really wanted to do that. So then I ended up going traveling for a little while stayed in Australia for four years, came home, and then I had no idea what I wanted to do because I didn't want to do TV and film. I didn't want to be a waitress anymore. And I was like, always like searching for a career. So I decided that while I was looking for a job, I'd just pop on site with my dad and brothers and just do a couple of days a week just laboring. Like plate of tea. Made a lot of tea and lugged a lot of muck up scaffolding and yeah. it was backbreaking. But then when I saw um, these guys, um, like bricklayer and I thought that looks really easy and I'd probably do it better than them anyway so then I decided to learn bricklaying so Jody was learning at the time so he actually taught me a lot of what because we were both starting out so he was already in like in the beginning so he really knew how to teach a beginner um, and you really took a lot of time with me so it was really nice that's probably a nice thing you've ever done <laughs> um, and then yeah so just just fell into it like that so, so but these guys, it always seemed natural for them to mm. follow into their dad's footsteps, but not so much for you. No, I always knew I was destined for greatness. So <laughs> we didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> <laughs> so you came back from Australia. Was was your dad trying to make you join the business, or was it just something that? Um, he was always like really like yeah come to work come to work with me we'll show you what to do um, so yeah he was always really supportive my mum really wanted me to do it she was like she just wanted me to go and find something that I loved and when I like started working with these 
boys and just came home laughing every single day. I was just like, Can't yeah, I want to do that now. Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. So we've got, we've got some comments to look at. Someone's been there. Hopefully your dad's watching. Perhaps he can send us a comment if he's if, uh, yeah, watching. Um, hello, Denise. Thanks ever so much for writing in. Uh, since COVID, we've rendered the garden wall, uh, plastered base together. And we are the Chuckle Brothers. So um, I don't know whether you sent that to me or we sent that to you, Denise. So thanks very much for sending that in. <laughs> oh, Denise said Chuckle Brothers. Uh, there's Abby. What's, who's your favorite sibling? The surname uh, Richards there. <laughs> Just trying to make out the other person in the photograph. Looks a lot like Darcy there. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Abs. I know. Who is the favorite sibling? That's a question, isn't it? My favorite sibling is actually Abby because she's my only sister. Oh, you got your way out of that one. We get along like super well. And Jodie's my second favorite sister favorite sister okay next uh, one more comment <laughs> aaron hello mate um working with family can be funny and tough yeah we, we heard that we i suppose um, my crazy uncle would knock on random houses to warm our rustler burgers up for dinner the cheeky get <laughs> um, rustler burgers that is the the way of uh, getting good protein and uh, getting, uh, getting a good uh, dinner <laughs> I just think it probably yeah. is. You can't beat a pot noodle. So, um, what about sort of media-wise? As things have changed for you a little bit differently, you've, you've got some different channels and things that you do at the moment. T tell us about that and what, what things you sort of appear on. And I know the BBC have been after you and stuff. Yeah, so we started off um, on TikTok because Louis wanted to start a TikTok. I never even had TikTok. I didn't know what it was. I didn't care for it. Louis came to me and was like, we need to start doing a TikTok. And he hounded me for about a month about it. We need to do it. We need to do it. So eventually we did it and then put one video of me up laying a block and it went like viral. And then from there, the TikTok just took off. And then we had the EDP local news come out to us, do a little newspaper article on us. And then, then ITV saw that. So they wanted to put us on the news. And then BBC saw that. So they wanted to put us on the news. Then the Sun saw that. So they put us in the newspaper. And then Remember you had a, like a, a big makeup day and a, a yeah, photo shoot and stuff. Even these yeah. boys. You we went, yeah, we went up there. We got, yeah. Got, got fed, got makeup on. <laughs> I'm hair done. Yeah. I'm dressed up. <laughs> Picture didn't even get in the paper, did it? Oh, did it not? No, uh, my picture did. They didn't get their photo in the paper, well, though. So, so what was the idea for the TikTok channel? What, what, what was your first idea? What to do with it? Um, I just knew we made we could make good content because I see like other people laying bricks on there, and I knew that we were way better. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, I just thought we could. You know, we done because we do all sorts of work. We don't just do brick up where we didn't at the time. We do like extensions from the ground to the finish. So I knew that we could do pretty much everything on one TikTok. So I yeah. just said, let's do it and. Yeah, it went really well. So what, what sort of stuff did you do? How did you make it different? Um, well, we had a female on site for one, which is... A pretty female. Yeah. Seriously, you think that, that makes a difference to the viewership and the, and the watching of the videos? Well, look, you don't see it all the time. I'm yeah. not saying that I made a TikTok go viral, but we posted a few videos beforehand of the boys and nothing happened. And we posted one video of me and it got 9 million views. I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying. It could have been. It could have been the fact that I'm it, it is impressive. Like because, like I say, it is hard work. It is cold, and and if a female can put up with it, then that's you know. Yeah. Shows a lot. It's good. I, it. I knew that if Jodie could do it, <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> I give up. So you had this great idea doing this TikTok channel, and your sister, your, your sister comes. It gets nine million views. Do you then think? She's gonna to have to be in all the videos now, or do you do you like share it about? Or do you do loads of different stuff? We 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 did share it about quite a lot. We had it quite evenly, to be fair. But yeah, Darcy in the video definitely did help quite a lot, yeah, a little was, bit. They were 
went for well, Darcy done the TikTok. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. So it was it was her TikTok from the start. It's, you know, it still is. <laughs> just leave Darcy to it. She'd done it all and just kept making us do different things and then it just got better and better. Now Jodie does like voiceovers for me all the, whenever I get a chance to do because sometimes we do work together on an odd day. Like sometimes our two like businesses come together and we all work together and we'll it's really fun. And I will make Jodie do TikToks. And in the beginning you were really <laughs> scared but you're much getting much better at it now i just get forced into it now it just it just keeps on coming <laughs> <laughs> done a lot of acting over the years so, like we was watching last night just the old videos for all our times so she's she just made us do like these stupid videos like, over the years before like before tiktok or anything i had these boys doing stupid photographs because i did media in college so i'd have them helping me with all my final projects filming them acting they were really bad but i had to post something so yeah long before we were doing videos like this but you're saying you can't work tiktok i, re I reckon you could a little bit but yeah. she was good at editing and everything getting it all sorted whereas i'm i just a little bit lazy with all that sort of stuff yeah i just like laying the bricks yeah bang it on youtube rattling them down yeah rattling them down rattling rattling them up. Them <laughs> so if someone was watching now and they wanted to, in their own trade they wanted to do some sort of TikTok thing or social media thing, what, what would you tell them to do? How would you advise them to go about it? You have to find a niche, first of all. Like, we had the niche that we had a girl on the team and we had the niche of bricklaying. Mm. Um, so we knew, like, throughout this whole, it's been about a year and a half now, all we've posted is bricklaying stuff and we, you have to stick to one niche. You can't just be like, post a bricklaying video one day, so then post place. a video of a car the next and then a video of horses the next. You have to post consistently your niche so if you are looking at starting a tiktok find a niche that nobody else is doing or something just a little bit different and it'll take off okay i'm, I'm gonna sound like a radio dad now but how do you get the followers on tiktok is there something you do to make it stand out so do you get my brickwork on there <laughs> <laughs> but darcy's face yeah. <laughs> there was actually it was quite funny because the first video which got nine million views was actually jody's wall and i just literally laid one block on the wall uh, all then, televisions the same and then, yeah. and then everybody was like that's a really neat wall you know you can tell she's a professional and i was like oh let's not mention yeah, that all my work, <laughs> it was all jody's work and then i just put my one block on it and everyone like assumed it was mine <laughs> you, you must have some you must have some great stories from working together over the years uh well there's one story about me washing my eye with god knows what we were we were on a i'll tell the story because you're just not very good at storytelling <laughs> or tiktoks <laughs> yeah why why are you even here <laughs> we were like we were this like one day and louis the thinker so he was just setting out and me and jody had to, had to go and <laughs> standing there with his hands on his hips looking for an hour plan. um so we ended up going to find us some water to put in the mixer and it was an industrial estate so we didn't know where to find a tap or anything and there's just bowsers everywhere mm. so we just went up to the, one of the bowsers it was clear water mm. it looked normal it looked fine it looked fine until we <laughs> opened the bowser up and started tipping it out and then it, I still didn't realize. it, it was it was quite a thick liquid but it was clear and see-through so we just assumed it was water so we took it back we put it in the mixer people watched us take out the bowser and didn't say anything no. um and then so we put put it in the mixer did a mix joe did an accidentally like flicks over the cement in his eye somehow which is just a, the, the cement bag and i popped it up and all the powder went in my eye <laughs> and we had some water left in the bucket <laughs> And I thought I got to wash my eye out with something. I washed out with that sort with, with that water we got out the bowser, which wasn't actually water. And he, it just started <laughs> stinging his eyes like crazy. Dad, like sulfuric acid or something. I don't know what it was. Oh, Dad, you never found out. Dad, <laughs> Dad kept straight oil. You could feel it was oil. <laughs> oh really? Dad, Dad, I didn't say it was oil. 
<laughs> he put his fingers in the bucket. He was like, that is not water. I had to find something to get it out. So we had to quickly go and find a tap to wash this stuff I'm out of his eye. I had this tap and I was just pelting it in my eye. I was hurting even more. I had the tap on. I was just like, <laughs> like that. So not only did you get the highly poisonous cement in your eyes, yeah. you then put you in some, 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 yeah, some weird yeah. chemical. We lost the mix. Yeah. Oh, you lost the mix as well. He'll probably die in a few years' time or lose sight, and we'll know why. That's crazy. No matter what you do on site or anywhere, if something can go in your eye, that will. That will always get in your eye. He had an out. allergic reaction to some wood ones. Yeah. Literally. Greenheart, wasn't it? Greenheart, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were uh, sanding this Greenheart down, and I got a big old allergic reaction to it. And funnily enough, somebody Ridiculous. on TikTok... Had, we posted a video of it and somebody on TikTok said that looks like greenwood that mm. stuff's really poisonous yeah, yeah. don't get any of it in your eye so then we knew why yeah. he was having such an allergic reaction mm. and his eyes were all weeping and red and it was because somebody on TikTok told us so yeah, I, was, I was playing the beam all day and it was dust I was in the dust all day and everybody walked past like a few times and he gets it and I didn't I don't mind about it and then I get so we obviously wear PPE, everybody. Yeah, and you've always got eye wash in your pants, haven't you? I think in the back of your dad's van with all that stuff in there. Yeah, but if you're watching, you know what the gloopy water is. Like the guy knew the Greenwoods. Um, uh, let's know. We got a couple of comments from uh, from from somebody. Uh, 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 funny, uh, Davy Richards. Um, who's Davy Richards then? Is that a that's the that's that's part timer? Who makes the best tea? Do you think out of three of you? I knock up a fresh brew. Yeah, maybe yeah. he doesn't make any teas because he's yeah. just too good for though. that. I'd say. Yeah, I drink the most tea. Davy does make a good cup man. of tea. Davy, yeah. we'll give that one to you. All right, I'll have one when we get home. Davy's got something else of a steam. I reckon he's going to ask now. Mum says, "I hope you all have clean pants on." <laughs> nah, definitely not. <laughs> I told you to wear nice clothes today. That, surely they're all laid out for you in the mornings with your lunch boxes and yeah. your wake up call. On Monday. <laughs> So, as you said about your TikTok videos and your videos, you said he stand out because it's Darcy's in because of, because she's female. You don't see that very much in in trades. Um, I'll start with you first, Darcy. Why why do you think that is? Why I know we've had this conversation before, but why why aren't there many females working in trades? Do you think? Because I think that um, it has just always just been stereotypically a man's job. Um, and I think that there isn't, it's not like pushed on people in school, even, even guys, I don't think is pushed on in school to go and go and find a trade. Um, so we, we did speak about that when we last had it on the tools chat, didn't we? And we were saying how, um, basically it's not pushed in school at, at all to go into a trade. And when you go to college, the last thing you're going to want to be, like be as a girl is going into a college class full of all boys. So they never go and do it in college and therefore they never really just go and just, they're never going to think one day, right, I'm going to go on a site today and learn how to be a bricklayer because it was just never portrayed to them um, as a good, uh, sturdy job when, when they were at school. So I think if that was pushed a bit more onto females, um, then we might be able to see a few more of them in the trade and show that it is acceptable for women to go and work on site because it's actually a really good job, yeah. you know. Yeah, what, what you chaps? Do you, were you were trades pushed on you at schools? Did you hear about it or uh, only from your dad? When I was at school, I done uh, one day a week on Friday to for college for two years, which gave me an idea. Sort of when I was quite young, but yeah. they stopped it the year um, my brother wanted to go into it, which was quite bad because obviously that gives you that idea. Because when you leave school, you go straight into college, but and two years soon fly, and you haven't really got your idea of what you want to do. Yeah. Whereas I was quite lucky; I had that one day a week at school. Yeah. Uh, at college, sorry. But at school, at school, did they talk about when you were at school? Did they talk to you about trades? Um, not really. I was, yeah, I never really got, I've done the same as Billy, I've done the release, but I, you know, I never really got into it. It was only because my dad was in it. I mean, I was doing brickwork on the weekends with him and stuff like that, always messing around. So, 
Uh, yeah, but weren't for him, I wouldn't have had a yeah. you know any any way in really. Yeah, that is a problem. I think kids just aren't spoken to about trades at all at school. Schools seem to want to push children to everyone to university, mm. even though there's not enough places for everyone. They want to push everyone to university, don't they? So, what, what can we? So, 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 here's two questions: one about females, uh, and one about all of us. How can we get more females into trades? Do you think? How, how can we get them more interested in it? So, I think that just making it more like socially acceptable for women to work in the trades um, is um, quite a big. Thing. I mean, just make it more aware in schools that you can go on and work in the trade. Um, and also, um, I think that in colleges, they should just have like a welcome week where just girls can go and just see what it's about oh, before good, like just going into a class of all balls in the first day. Like... <clears throat> just go and have a week warm up so the college can like induct them for a week, show them what it's about. So when they get there um, and just do like a whole training course for a week, just with the girls beforehand, just to show them how to use the tools. So when they get there, they're not making an absolute fool of themselves and they kind of know what they're doing. Because yeah. a lot of the boys, when they go into college, they've worked with their dads on the weekends or, mm. you know, they've, they've wanted to do it from a young age, but girls sometimes don't have that um, luxury of being able to do that. So that would probably be a good idea. Do you, do you know many of the female tradies? Um, I know quite a few from work from TikTok and Instagram. Um, I did a video shoot for Scruff's Workwear and we had all the girls, like loads of girls in the trade there. They found like a gas engineer, electrician, plasterer. So we all went together to do a photo shoot. And that was just so much fun to meet loads of other girls that were like actually all in the trade. And we were all kind of around the same age and it, all of us loved it. You know, all of us were ranting and raving about how good our job was. And yeah. it was really nice to see. So through Instagram and TikTok, you don't see it in the real world, but there's actually quite a few late like girls on site that um, if you just went on Instagram and TikTok and hashtag like women in the trade, you'd pro you'd see a lot of them that are actually out there. It's interesting to say that because before we went live, we, us chaps were just saying, "Oh God, we our jobs are a pain in the ass." You know, in the, in the winter, you ate the bricklaying, I ate crawling through attics and things like that. I, I, I do wonder if female tradespeople enjoy their jobs more than the blokes. But what you were saying then, it, it sounded like they, they were all saying it. I'm not sure all those blokes are going, going, oh, God, yeah, I had to do this. And, oh, my knees are aching. <laughs> um, so what, what about youngins in general? What should we say to you? Because you guys have had the, your dad's foresight going in. You knew what the trade was. But I, people that don't know anything about trades, what should we say to them? In school? I, I think if you started out, I think just stick it out is, is the main thing because it is hard. And once you start to pick it up a bit, it does flow really well. You soon, when you start to learn something, you really do get keen on it. Yeah. Yeah, it took Puddy forever to get the hang of it. We had to keep keep pushing on and pushing on. You're, still, the end. you're still getting the hang of it now, yeah, aren't you, Jodie? <laughs> still the practice. Always learning. <laughs> Always learning. Here we go, learning. Do you, what, what, why, don't, why don't kids want to come into trades, do you think? What's the, what's the, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people want to take a lot of people on because it takes a long while for you to learn and it's all about making money at the end of the day, I think, for a lot of people. And they don't want to maybe train someone for two or three years where they're not earning them any money. Whereas, um, whereas our dad didn't care about that he was just up for getting us to learn it yeah yeah, yeah we were lucky we had our dad but like yeah. if you're doing an apprenticeship like number one you're not going to get paid mm. very well and also you've got to find a company that wants to give you an apprenticeship and mm. give up their time to train you for the next three years and when you start out you are not fast at all and you're not like, going to make any money you know right. you know apprentice is never going to make a, a bricklayer any money you know yeah. so they have to be able to take the time over them years because it does take years to learn bricklaying or, or something like that. Yeah. You know, people come into it and they think they're going to be on loads of money straight away and then they get angry that they're, they're not. But I think you just 
everyone starts somewhere and you've got to start a little bit of money and work your way up. Yeah. You always start at the bottom and labouring is one of the worst. Yeah, so. it is the bottom, yeah. Yeah, like um, um, we started off like mm. labouring, so did you. All of us just started off labouring, go on site with Dan. But luckily, um, he was like lucky to, to be able to teach us. But I think if you if you are a young person, you wanted to get into the trade, I would say the best thing to do is just go on a site and be a labourer. Because once you've proved to that bricklayer that you can labour really well and you're a hard worker and you get up and going every day and you graft, yeah, they're gonna enough. they're gonna be more likely to want to teach you bricklaying. It's like dad and it when he when he started out, he was he wanted to bricklay so much on his on the on their lunch break, he used to go lay bricks while they were having lunch. And they'd, was, they'd come uh, back and they'd be like, that is awful. But he said they never <laughs> took it down. But, you know, he would go and do it for free. And he'd work for free on the weekends just so he could go and learn bricklaying. So, you know, if you really want it, you can have it. But I think just kids aren't that driven that this, these days to go and... The YouTubers and TikTokers like you guys <laughs> on their TikTok. Yeah. So um, let, let's, we, we, we'll, uh, we, we've got a uh, sort of go now. But um, just sort of from each of you, what would you say to a family... That are um, wanting to start a business together. For start with you, Joe. I think uh, just put your differences aside and stick it out and get through it because it is good fun. And if, if you know if it does take off, you'll love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I think that working with family is just great because you can don't have to worry about how you treat each other or how you talk to each other you literally can just say whatever you want to each other like we just give each other like banner all day long and we never take anything offensively so I think in that terms of things it's fun because it's not like you're coming into a professional workspace you're just coming in and just having fun with your siblings all day so it's just such a laugh really and I'd say go for it brilliant yeah I'd say yeah just don't don't bring anything home you know Keep it at work and just just have a laugh, really. Just especially your toolbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we could bring a lot home, but we don't. <laughs> Brilliant, well done, guys. Some good advice for you there. If you um, want to start a family uh, business with your family, so we've got to pull the winner of the uh, the, the uh, comment hoodie. Everyone's it's probably, probably going to be one of the Richards family that have won this. Um, if you could, that means we haven't got to post it. We can bring it back uh, with you. So the winner of the on the tools jumper this week is. A Mr. Joseph Berryman. So, well, any any relation? Yeah. He is. Yes. So, um, so thanks to the entire uh, Richards family for tuning in and uh, taking part in everything. Um, guys, thanks ever so much for joining us. Really great to have you. you that, that was a good show. And um, hope you join us next time. Thanks ever so much. Cheers.